Welcome to Multiply Your Money, the podcast for business owners and professionals to find out how to manage your money and to do things like spend less, save more, get out of debt a lot faster. This podcast is designed to give you inspiration and support on your own financial journey. I'm Andrew Priestley and I'm a business coach and I work with professionals worldwide. What they all have in common is they probably need to improve the management of their personal finances. And so this podcast is designed to give you information and tips and encouragement so you can do exactly that. I've been on my own financial journey and I learned how to manage my money when my first business fell over. And so I was living on a very tight budget and I just had to learn skills rapidly. And by using the principles that I talk about in my book, The Money Chimp, as well as the principles that I share on this podcast, I firstly learned how to manage my money and then to multiply it. And so today I think I walk my talk on both managing and multiplying money. So this show gives you information, clever ways and hacks on how to do exactly that. Well, this is a bit of a red letter day because we had a name change based on some really great feedback about what we were doing. We've actually switched from manage your money to multiply your money because clearly that's what's happening. That's the feedback that we're getting, that it's not just managing money, we're multiplying money, okay? And you've been given some great tips about spending, about earning and about saving. And so on this episode, what we're going to do is we're going to start talking about investing, So the number one piece of advice given by all experts is spend less than you earn. And this should allow you to save. So you're multiplying your savings. And I've suggested you save at least three months of living expenses, save for some financial emergencies, and then use surplus cash to reduce your debts. But the best reason for saving is that it enables you to start investing, and that is all about making money make more money or multiplying your money. So investing is the proven route to financial freedom because usually your investments increase in value much faster than your ability to earn the same amount of money over the same period of time. Investing usually involves borrowing money and therefore going into some sort of debt. So as mentioned, there's good debt and there's bad debt. So good debt is borrowing money to purchase something that grows in value, such as property, but bad debt is borrowing money for something that loses money. So for example, if you uh, take out a mortgage, then that's good debt because you're buying something that's going to accrue value, but if you're borrowing money on your credit card to spend, that's bad debt because you're actually accruing interest and it's, then the whatever you purchased has immediately lost value as soon as you take it out of the shop. So best-selling Rich Dad Poor Dad author Robert Kiyosaki suggests investing in tax-deductible income-generating assets is the best form of good debt. And your investments should provide you with an income, a dividend, growth, or a healthy return if and when you decide to sell that asset. So let's talk about investments. Now, in my opinion, there are four investment strategies, and they are property, shares, cash, and business. 
So in the 1980s, I saved up $7,000 for a deposit and I borrowed $11,000 and I purchased a small $18,000 residential property in Australia. And I spent another $12,000 fixing it up and four years later sold that property for $65,000 with a profit of $54,000 after paying for legal fees and stamp duty. Now, I could never have saved $54,000 in four years. So that asset multiplied my money. I, I was a 20-something parent with a young family and it was our first home. And notice it was a small property and a small loan. But that's how we got onto the property ladder. Plus, we did most of the renovation work ourselves. And to this day, I know how to plaster. I know how to paint. I know how to fix electrics. I know how to tile. I know how to grate. I know how to replace glass. I know how to do plumbing. And I can do a host of other handyman skills. And I'm really, really, really useful with a paint roller. So now I'm not advising you to invest in property. I want you to understand that I'm not advising you to invest in property. But I feel comfortable with residential property, and it's always been good for me for two reasons. Firstly, every property I've ever bought has increased in value, and therefore the equity I acquired when I sold the property. And secondly, the increase in equity allowed me to buy a much nicer home for $90,000, also with a mortgage. But as I saved and paid down the debt, I was then able to release equity from that property and invest in a rental property. So property was an obvious investment choice for most people, and you need somewhere to live, and it's usually better to be paying off your own mortgage than paying off someone else's mortgage, and that's why it's a good property, a good investment. So if you have a mortgage and you live in that home, your home is actually considered by Robert Kiyosaki as a liability because it costs you money. However, if you don't live in it yourself and you earn rental income from that property, it's deemed an asset because it makes you money. So Fred, a nurse from the NHS, he bought a small house in Bristol, but he transferred to a hospital in Kent. Now, rather than sell his home, he decided to rent out his property in Bristol. And the rental income not only pays his mortgage in Bristol, but it also pays some of the rent on his flat in Kent as well. So how clever is that? And Karen and Ian live and work in Reading, but bought a small rental apartment in London, which has already gone up in value. They're now intending to borrow against their London flat to buy another small flat. So rental property is exciting because you're earning income from property and your tenants are paying off your mortgage and you're getting the increase in value. And you could borrow against that equity to buy more property. So property investment specialists like Vicky Wuchet or Steve Bolton in the UK teach investors how to achieve financial independence through investing in low-cost rental properties. And Steve wrote Successful Property Investing, and his company Platinum Property Partners offers a special training in houses of multiple occupant, occupation or uh, HMOs. I mentioned Mick Jagger in one of my earlier episodes. Now, one of his first goals when the Rolling Stones started was to make some money and buy a property and stop paying rent. At the time, he bought a low-cost property in the undesirable suburb of Chelsea. Now, it doesn't have to be a residential property. Malcolm brought a small industrial shed when he was 24, which turned into a lifetime love for commercial property. He was a bricklayer by trade, and he specialises in building off-the-plan warehouses that earn him money before they're even built. Now, this section might sound like an advi- adv- uh, like I'm promoting property, but property is like just one investment strat- strategy worth exploring. So I'm going to talk about three of the other investment strategies that are available to you on the next episode. And remember, we've changed the name from Manage Your Money 
to multiply your money. And I'm really grateful for the import of Mr. 2020, who is also a member of the Multiply Your Money Facebook group. So if you want to get on the Facebook group, go to Facebook, search for Multiply Your Money, and if you do a an invitation request, we'll buzz you in. Talk to you then. Thank you.